0: And good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, the Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a great day today and you are enjoying yourself uh, wherever you are. I'm going to do a short podcast today. Today is Raksha Bandhan, my friend, one of my favorite, um, favorite uh, festivals in India when I was young. Um, Raksha Bandhan. We gathered on this auspicious occasion uh, to honor and and um, the loved relate the the love between uh, siblings. Okay, now I was a Roman Catholic, but it didn't matter. Um, it was great. I worried my 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 parents to buy me um, raksha bandhan, and I wanted. I didn't know it was for boys or girls or your cousins or you know your bro- cousin brother and things like that. I asked my mother to buy me the Raksha Bandhan, the Rakhi, and I would put it on myself. And and everyone would say, you can't put it on yourself. I said, I don't care. It's Raksha Bandhan. I'm going to put it on myself. So I would roam around for a couple of days with the Rakhi on, tied on my wrist. It didn't matter. It was so fantastic, and I loved it. Um. Uh. And so did all my cousins and everyone else and all the people and, you know, the kids around in the area, we're all Christians, <laughs> but it didn't matter. This was one thing that we celebrated. So we celebrated, obviously, just the fun part, Raksha Bandhan, holy, and things like that. So Raksha Bandhan is the auspicious occasion where we honor the loved relationship between siblings. It's a heartfelt celebration, it serves as a lovely reminder of the love, caring, and support that siblings share throughout their lives. May the link between siblings become stronger. Of each passing year, we celebrate Raksha Bandhan. Um, this is a lovely post put on one of my on one of my um, on my Facebook page. Dalit is Hebrew by one of my subscribers or one of my Facebook friends. Uh, and thank you to Shrinivasan for this. Um, so a happy Raksha Bandhan to all everyone once and for uh, one and all. Um, Today is also, the 30th of August, 2023, is Purnami Av, um, Avani Avitam Hayagriva Jayanti. And we're going to explain what that is. Okay. So Avani Avitam is a special day for those who are Brahmins. Okay. Um, it is a day when they change their sacred thread, Yagna. Pavita and do the rituals to say thanks to their ancestors and the teachers. The thread is a symbol of spiritual knowledge and duties, and um, changing it means we are renewing our promise to learn and follow the Vedic message, the message of alignment, the, the message of balance. And Avni, Avitam, usually happens on a full moon day. Of the Tamil month of Avani. So that is important. Like I always say, Brahmin is just a word, okay? It's a label given to someone who is well learned. In, uh, in the text, in the text of the Vedas, in the Bhagavatam and all those ancient texts. Now, you doesn't mean if you're a Brahmin, your father's Brahmin, you will be Brahmin and your children will be Brahmin. You have to achieve the status of Brahmin through knowledge, through gaining of the knowledge and knowledge always changes and always evolves. So you have to always keep in touch. Like a scientist, uh, a Brahmin was in those days uh, the the holy priest that we call today, and those priests were um, doctors. They were lawyers. They were knowledge. They were scientists. They were astronomers. They were um, they were uh, the medical professionals. They were the architects. Those are what our brahmins are. They're not just oh I sit and pray and pray and pray. Um, brahmins were people who knew the texts, and those texts were were. they were the professionals of their time and that was what a Brahmin was. So if your father is a professional and you don't do the work the next generation, you're not a professional. You can't be the same Brahmin generation after generation. It is not a label that's handed down from one generation to another generation like the Christian concept of caste. It's not a lineage. Brahmin is not a lineage. It's become a lineage after all these people, refugees, foreign Invaders all came to our country. They brought their concept of lineage that you from one lineage to the other. It got mingled up, and now we say Brahmins. Oh, I my family is a Brahmin. You cannot be a Brahmin just like that. You have to achieve the status of Brahmin through knowledge. And to gaining of the knowledge, to sharing of that knowledge, and a Brahmin was someone who were the priests, the astronomers, the doctors, the lawyers, the teachers, the uh, mathematicians, the architects, the engineers, these were the Brahmins. And you could achieve that status if you wanted to. Um, And so... So this is a special day for the Brahmins, uh, if you were a Brahmin. It's like saying, oh, if I was an IIT uh, uh, graduate. Well, today IIT graduates were then called Brahmins in those days because they were the ones who had high knowledge of... Of the maths and the physics and and the, and all of that science was in the Vedas and so in order for you to be an astronomer, in order for you to be a, a t- technician, a, a doctor, a, um, a mathematician, you had to know the Vedas if you wanted to remain a. a, a um, high person in society. Just like the Israel chief cannot be a chairman of Israel if he's not a, a scientist, if he doesn't study science. So it is important to keep on evolving and gaining the knowledge. And that was a Brahman. So um, this day is a day when they change that thread. Yagno Pavita and do the rituals to say thank you to their ancestors and their teachers. The thread is a symbol of the spiritual knowledge, duties and its changing. And changing it means renewing our promise to learn and follow the Vedic principle. And Avani Avni avitam usually happens on the full moon day of the Tamil month of Avani. Uh, We also, I just talked about also Haya Griva Jayanti will be observed today. Uh, Haya in Sanskrit means horse and Griva means neck. So Haya Griva is one of the incarnations of Vishnu. Haya Griva is a horse-headed avatar of Vishnu. We've seen that before. Haya Griva Jayanti is observed to remind us that on this day, Haya Griva descended onto earth to retrieve the Vedas from the demons as they had stolen the Vedas from Brahma. And are we living that again? So, the knowledge of our Vedas on the Indian subcontinent has been stolen by people who have come to this land, invaded this land, reformed um, this land in some Abrahamic, you know, ideology, but. We need to get it back from them. We need to uh, empower ourselves with the knowledge of the Vedas, the knowledge of our ancestors. And so, Hyagriva Jayanti is observed um, because Hyagriva is one of the incarnations of Lord Vishnu. Okay. Um, and um, he's the horse-headed avatar of Vishnu. Uh, and it is also a day to remind us that we need to retrieve the Vedas, retrieve our Vedic civilization, our Bharatiya civilization from those who've stolen it from us for the last 2,000 years, slowly by slowly, from the Abrahamic colonization of this land. And that is why it is very, very important to understand the Griva Jiyanti of today. And of course, my dear friends, Raksha Bandhan, as an ex-Catholic, I am so grateful to be able to have this opportunity to celebrate our festivals, but also not only celebrate, but know our festivals. And that is so very important. Uh, Knowing our festivals, understanding them, not just saying, oh, well, I'm going to do a puja. What's a puja? I don't know. What you go there somewhere? I don't know. So uh, growing up an ex-Roman Catholic, we were never allowed to know anything. We were kept in ignorance for the simple reason is that if we had the knowledge, we would not stay on our slave plantation of the Vedic, uh, of the Christian Vedic plant, uh, Christian uh, slave plantation, or the Abrahamic slave plantations like the Muslims. Um, we would rise up, and and we would connect the dots, and join our Vedic ancestors very much like we're doing today. So we were kept away from these this knowledge. Uh, they didn't even like us playing holy, but that doesn't matter. Today we can say I can say I have the right to to say it out aloud and it's so healing, so beautiful that I can learn the knowledge of my ancestors, learn about the um, the information, the, the treasure tro- trove of, of of knowledge of my ancestors, and I can be better. I can be amazing i can uh, I can heal. And it is so important to heal, my friend. So uh, it is time to take our, our, um, our civilization back. And that is why the this day of the horse-headed avatar of Vishnu is a reminder to us to celebrate, us to get our civilization back and that of our Vedas. Um, some people will also... Okay, so that's that was one that I wanted to speak about. And the other thing that I wanted to speak about was... Um, yes. Um, the other thing that I was supposed to talk about, I wanted to talk about is Shiv Shakti, my friends. Everyone's talking about Shiv Shakti. What is Shiv Shakti? Okay. Uh, one person asked... Um, um, the guru uh I can't get his name now um just bear with me here um there was he he runs the Isha As- ashram and he was on TV explaining it Isha Ashram um I, I really can't um Sadhguru, my goodness, I forgot it. I completely forgot Sadhguru. So, yes, um, he was explaining, someone asked him, but why do we have, is it right naming uh, uh, the moon the spot where we landed uh, by a Hindu goddess? And and, and everyone, you know, just stunned and, and listening. And this is going on completely. Who who gave Modi the right to, to name it after a Hindu goddess? There's no such thing as Hindu goddess, okay? So this nonsense about Hindu goddess is absolutely ridiculous. Stop asking that question. The word goddess does not exist. In Sanskrit, God does not exist. The word is Brahma, the creator. Very important, Brahma, the creator. There's no word God. But we say it because of the Abrahamic colonization of our minds. So uh, sh- her question was, why are we naming it after a, a typical, um, you know, um, Hindu god? And, and Sadhguru says, well, you know what? All the planets, Neptune, Mars, Jupiter, What are they, who, what are these names? They're named after Greek goddesses. So... If you have a problem, if you don't have a problem with naming something off with after the the Greek goddesses, why the, why would you be why would you be ashamed of having, of blaming, uh, the. Um, blaming the uh sorry naming the civilization the the point where the the chandrayan landed with the hindu with a with a vedic name with a sanskrit name about our sanskrit civilization it's not after one person it's about our civilization and the concept behind it um, and everyone was yes, you know, it was so great the answer. Absolutely. It's time, my dear friend friends, to disinfect us ourselves from this secular ignorance and the Abrahamic colonization of our mind. It's time to let go to Get rid of the secular nonsense, this infection, and disinfect ourselves, and free ourselves, and heal from this secular uh, colonization of our minds. Uh, we got independence once, and we need to get independence again from this secular in, insult and uh, and terror that we have been going through and being ashamed of our Vedic civilization, absolutely being ashamed. We we don't need to do that. We can embrace it. It is beautiful. There were a lot of mistakes made by the people, but this, knowing the civilization will make you heal and understand why people do such things and, and make mistakes because we are we are cyclic we have to go up and we have to come down during the period of darkness if you don't have the knowledge of your of your cycles if you don't have the knowledge of your history uh, if you don't remember the knowledge and the duties of of the um, of the mechanics behind who you are, how that you balance those mechanics, uh, which is what the sacred thread is about. Remembering those mechanics, remembering the knowledge, the duties of those mechanics, how to to balance it. Um, that is called um, that is called Avni Aftam. Um, absolutely. So. Um, it is important to understand those mechanics the balance of those mechanics once you understand that you'll understand and 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 be uh, strengthened even during the times of darkness, and you won't make the mistakes you make if you have this knowledge. If you have this knowledge, you're not gonna make those mistakes. But if you don't, you will go to the spirits of darkness because you are cyclic. The sun will go up and the sun will come down. It has to rise and it has to set, so there will be darkness in your life. There is not, there's no flat earth. The earth is not flat, and you can't uh, expect yourself to read a book and, and be perfect and say, oh well, you have to be, you have to be, um, um, you have to, uh, you know, you all, if you read the book, you'll always be good. You'll always be great. You're never going to do anything wrong. Uh, no, even even a book cannot get you to, to not do something wrong because there are darkness times of darkness. There's a sunrise and the sunset, and you have to understand that. So you need the knowledge uh, of our Vedas. You need the knowledge of uh, you know the mechanics behind who we are, and all our literature will tell you that. It will also tell you that if you do not do, if you do not balance those mechanics, the energy field, you will. Uh, you know, make the mistakes that you that we've made over the centuries, and you cannot avoid it. Uh, now, so we're going to go back to Shiv Shakti. What is the meaning of Shiv Shakti? It's very easy. You can Google it if you want. Really, um, it's it's not very difficult. Shiv Shakti, the masculine. Shiv is the masculine. Passive and eternal principle, the 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 passive and the, the masculine energy, and the Shiv uh, sorry and uh, Shakti is the feminine active um, energy, also known as the divine mother. So it's a combination of masculine and feminine. Um, passive and active and it's there's always a duality remember everything in the cosmos is a du- duality your energy field is a duality electromagnetic uh, the electro electric field is made of positive and negative. Uh, The Shiv Shakti is masculine and feminine, a combination, uh, um, a joining of these two energies, um, and they're active and passive. Uh, So it is important to understand that. It does not belong to you and me. We are born with energy. We are born because the energy is the universe. The entire energy of the universe is who we are. That is what's running the show, not your form. Your form has no value. It's just uh, the outside shape that you will get in order to hold this energy. But the energy is going through you and keeping you alive. As long as there's a cosmos and a galaxy, that will happen. So the energy field photosynthesizes and that photosynthesis and metamorphosis is who you are, but at its core you are an energy field and that's why we say Aham Brahmasmi. We are all Prakriti and Purush, we are all the same energy field, we roam in cycles. And cycles are frequencies, and these frequencies have to be balanced. So you have to balance the masculine and the feminine. You have to balance the passive and the active. And that shifts shakti, that balance, um, is very important to understand the mechanics behind who you are, the currents that form your wave. I always say, understand the currents that form your waves offload the baggage make every junction into an intellectual laboratory and and understand what the plus the minus is behind that uh, and understand your negative and positive passive and active and you have to balance it and that is how you gain and you empower yourself with the shiv, or you empower your shiv shakti and balance it now, a lot of people do puja on this uh, Shiv Shakti Mahapuja, puja, uh, and they say you will get divine grace, blessings of Lord Shiva, God of Shakti, uh, you will get a peaceful mind and spirit positivity, and all the you know the the, the the nine the different aspects of it, so that there 's a Shiv Shakti maha puja. Let me accept let you know what puja is people say puja is fire worship you go in front of the fire and you worship the fire that's absolutely wrong shiv um, a puja is actually a yagna we say in ancient sanskrit yagna okay uh, it's not about worshiping the fire a yagna means alignment You're aligning your body. You're aligning your energy field. You're balancing your energy field. There's a balance. You're understanding the mechanics behind it. You understand the currents that form your waves. And you can balance this field. The cycle after cycle, you can balance it. And that balance, you can realign it. Realignment is with your geographical and geological center of the uh, planet. area where who you are because our energy is attached to the land energy is attached to the land and the center of the earth it's the center of the earth that's effusing this energy throughout the entire planet and in conjunction your energy field depends on the geological area where you are and so you have to always realign because the, your angle is always changing you have to realign and that realignment was called yagna what we call Puja or worship today, but those pujas were done in temples, and those temples were high magnetic field areas. Wherever there was a high magnetic field, you will have um, you will have um, temples built, and at its core, the the highest magnetic point of that temple is what you call as uh, the highest magnetic point of that temple is. Uh, it's called the garbagraha and when you go into that temple the the you, you go into the garbagraha you see the high energy point over there you're not allowed to completely go there because it can create uh imbalance with your magnetic field and you circumambulate around the Garbhagriha. and that circumambulation around the Garbhagriha uh, is alignment okay and then the they do the puja. The puja is the realignment of your magnetic field. Um, and that's called yajna, my friend, yagna. And so that today we call it Shiv Shakti Puja. It symbolizes the union of Shiva and Shakti, passive and active energy, male and female energies of the universe. That means within you, the... Um, Yeah, the the feminine energy and the masculine energy. Shiva is the universal consciousness and Ma Shakti is the divine universal energy. There is no Shiva without Shakti and there is no Shakti without Shiva. Worshipping Shiva, Shakti together is beneficial and it moves its devotees with health, wealth and success and prosperity. Why does this, why do they say so? Because once you're balanced, once you understand the energy field, the cycles behind who you are, the, the balance of that. Obviously, when you balance, you're not in turbulence. So when you're not in turbulence, you are at peace. When you're at peace, you have success and wealth and health and everything moves smoothly. Everything moves smoothly because you're balanced and that's what's important very important to understand to balance your magnetic field the balance of that magnetic field is the understanding and of the of the energy field behind who you are the male and female energy field so um, on this auspicious mahashivratri uh, sorry maha puja um, also the Savan festival month festival you will we seek the blessing of Shiva and Shakti by worshiping or by aligning with Vedic rituals um, and you can worship Shiv Shakti behalf uh, uh Shiv Shakti by yourself or you know someone can do it uh, with you um Yeah, absolutely. And you will negate the mouth, you will negate the negativity that comes out of imbalance and comes out of turbulence. Very important. But you have to go actually not anywhere to do it. You have to go to a temple that's sitting on an electromagnetic high point. Okay, very important. I don't know if today's temples have that, but in reality, that's how you do it. So that is what I wanted to bring to you today very very important shiv shakti and uh the pujas um i won't take much of your time today i want to say thank you so much for joining me it was a beautiful uh podcast um i like the way i'm congratulating myself on it anyway sorry about that but i just feel so great having this podcast and especially a positive podcast especially after yesterday when i was really angry But uh, I needed to get that out of me and I needed to empower myself with knowledge today, healing, because it's a great day. It's a great day to respect uh, our ancestors, to learn about our ancestors. And effectively, once you know about your ancestors, you will not let, you will empower yourself with knowledge and you will not allow uh, people to steal your knowledge. Uh, no one can steal your knowledge, They you can steal your home, they can steal your, your money, you can steal your house, your car, but they can never steal your knowledge. And when you're knowledgeable, when you have the knowledge, you, you will be free from the colonization of your mind, whatever that colonization, whether it's by your next door neighbor, your family, your parents. Uh, Remember, trauma always starts at home, does not start on the street, nor does it start at the borders. So we need to balance ourselves right from our home, our our energy field. And from there, we can balance ourselves on the streets. We can have that conversation instead of having a a dialogue, instead of violence. So we need to balance ourselves, take out, offload the negative energy, um... Understand the currents that form the waves, stop the violence and the turbulence in our homes, and we will stop the violence and turbulence in our streets, and we will stop the violence and turbulence at our borders. It's time to do that. It's time to take our responsibility in order to make equal opportunity, and it's also time... um, to yeah, to, to heal, my dear friend. Healing is important. So on that note, I take your leave. I thank you so much for your time. You have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day, and talk to you tomorrow.